0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 489.
1: Get never closer to that...
0: Magic number.
1: Of 500.
0: I know, I don't... To
1: which there will be a little spectacle and celebration.
0: <laughs> no, I do feel that's a number that... Does deserve You're something. not
1: working right now, so if you don't get something planned, I'm just. This is just going to be exactly like 500. This podcast right here.
0: I will. I will make it <laughs> at least better than this.
1: <laughs> this Maybe is... not
0: too much better than this, but it will be. <laughs> it will definitely compared to this one. Will be many steps above. All right. So, uh, with that kind of spoils this uh, episode a bit. <laughs> Because there there wasn't a lot of news and there wasn't a lot of book reviews. There was we we chatted about a lot of stuff, but it yeah. was,
1: you know, it's like when you uh, when you have that term paper you got to write in college and like you know what you want to talk about, but you're not really into it, so you just kind of bullshit your way through it and you still get an A. Yeah, that's what this podcast was. Well,
0: I mean, that's how I feel like life is sometimes. <laughs> so, With that uh, grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk on Comics podcast episode four hundred and eighty nine, short and sweet. Just like me, Lynn's always remember you got to go fast, just got to go fast. The words of Sonic the
1: Hedgehog. Ow. Is that his catchphrase? Yeah. Gotta has go it, fast. Has it always been his catchphrase?
0: No. But he likes hot dog or chili dogs and He does love chili things. dogs.
1: Yeah. Let's look up Sonic's catchphrase.
0: Well, while you do that, I'm going to just quick tell the story of bringing in my five-year-old nephew and surprising him at the movie theater. So we get there, and he doesn't... He didn't know it was a movie theater. He's, I don't think, really ever gone to the movies. And... Uh, having him for a sleepover and mainly to bring him to Sonic 2 because he just loves Sonic and we're in there and he sees some of like the arcade games like oh can we play that like the claw games I'm like they're you know they're kind of rigged but here let's play this racing game or let's do this and played a couple of those then we get in line and he doesn't know what the line is because he didn't know it was a movie theater until we get up to the checkout Ah, counter and I go can I get one adult and one child for Sonic 2 and he goes Sonic 2 uh-huh. we need to call my mom <laughs> and I go she knows you're here but yeah. it's
1: okay <laughs> and then the second thing he
0: says is oh my brother and sister are going to be so jealous that's and funny. I was like yup, but, uh and then watching it he was just so happy talkative but a lot of kids in the theater were because that's how kids are when they're watching movies but it was pretty great and nice. just the smile on his face was awesome. Have you found any of his quotes yet?
1: Well, I think "Gotta Go Fast" is one from the actual like cartoon. Or he didn't have I mean, a lot of dialogue in the it. in the game. But one of the other ones is um, oh, where did it go? I just saw it. It was like "Cheese It" or something like that. Do you remember that? Because the my Sonic experience is less with the video games and more with that the cartoon that yeah. um, Jaleel White voiced.
0: Was it Sonic X or X? I think it was Boom. just Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. From like the... A couple.
1: Yeah, and Steve Urkel himself did yeah. the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I think he used to say cheese it all the time. <laughs> which is just as dumb as gotta go fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, one of my buddies and me were talking about, I don't know how some of these kids just fell in love with sonic like i don't know if it was after the original the first movie that they made here that parents brought their kids to and then they were like oh i just love this thing because again we had the cartoons and the Mm -hmm. video games but i don't know how that got to the children now
1: yeah i don't know either connor liked it when he was little and they didn't there actually wasn't a ton of video game Sonic video games out when he was younger, but we had the box set of the animated show, so he would watch that all the time. And he liked Spyro, which I think was the same company. Okay, that a Sonic oh, did Spyro uh, the Dragon. Okay, um, so he was just in that world.
0: I know that it uh, it made uh, seventy million here in America, right. they're like seventy one million Not overseas. Bad. So it's it's kicking butt it's the highest opening of a video game movie um the first one came out at like 56 million and i'll say this too that was
1: like right as covid was starting too
0: and the first one i enjoyed and as we talked about many times before thank god they went back to the drawing board for reanimating him from the hideous look to the teeth yeah which what he looks like now which is perfect right but this one felt more like Sonic. Like there were some level designs that it seemed like hmm. that from the games that if you played them, you're like, ah, you know. Right. So there was a lot of stuff for me being an adult that I truly loved.
1: I oh, and Knuckles and tails super cool. Or
0: yeah, yeah. Knuckles is so cool. Like <laughs> want to be friends with him and and then oh my god, the bad puns from Dr. Robotnik also because yeah. I I'm a lover of puns and so that also is great. Nice. So. Totally fun movie. Definitely right go check it out. Very cool. And then uh, another fun thing I got to do this week was uh, I got to officiate a wedding. Sort of, kind of.
1: Yeah, um, I'm not. You mentioned you uh, were re, were rehashing this story, so like I'm like I'm not sure how to react. Like I don't know what you're about to say, but for some reason I can't bring myself to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> so explain what you mean by kind of, sort of.
0: So uh, I. Anyone can become an official for weddings. It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter uh, yeah, the, the, the state papers life, and all life that. Life
1: church or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You
0: pay some money online. So I got ordained from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. And because of that, uh, my uncle said I had to officiate this wedding because we had some uh, German exchange students from a couple years past um, who was the niece of like one of my parents parents and uncles had exchange students when they were in high school so that's how she got involved with staying here a couple of years ago and then when we went to Oktoberfest and everything we stayed with her and so her and her husband they got truly married in Germany mm-hmm. but they were visiting America they're off to visit New York right now but while they're here in town us McKays had to do our McKay wedding because again when her aunt got married in Germany and came to visit again we did this
1: wow you guys are all about
0: just just
1: doing things over and over and over again No, we're all about giving reasons to (laughs) celebrate
0: and have fun parties and so it was dumb uh i'll have to find the video to show you at some point because they had a veil for christian and pascal got uh he didn't bring a suit here but they got a suit to fit him from one of my dad's in the closet and It was cheesy, it was dumb, and I didn't know what I was going to say. So I just was like, it's going to be short and sweet uh, vows that you didn't know I'm going to make you say. And they're like, uh, uh," so they said a couple quick things and (laughs) that was it. It was nice. It was fun. But then what I did was uh, my buddy who lives in Chicago, who is my Malort supplier, brought some up the other week because I knew these Germans were coming. So I asked the four of them, uh... There's uh, Pascal and Chris, uh, Christiane and then her sister and cousin were also here. So the four Germans, I know they haven't never tried this stuff. So You're so the, mean. Let, uh, this is how
1: wars start.
0: <laughs> and the great thing for people that have had Malort, you understand, it. if not, go, go try some.
1: No, don't do it. You take it. No. Nope.
0: And at first, no, oh, that wasn't bad.
1: No, never.
0: No, no, because that's how it is. At first, you don't get that that like kick until about five seconds later mm. and then you still have that taste for a good couple hours later which they kept telling me throughout the night was icky i can still taste it and hey they will never never forget they'll never, that never
1: forget it yeah yeah
0: yeah it was a magical day and it was a lot of fun and
1: they all left and they're like that was terrible these terrible americans what <laughs> is wrong with them and their stupid alcohol <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which, bringing up my I'm going to just do booze in a book right now, because that's what I'm pairing oh with, God. with Deadpool, Bad Blood. Okay. Uh, it was, pretty much it was a Deadpool book. Uh, him, uh, uh, towards the end, he's going to, Does that know. say Rob
1: Liefeld? Yes. Nice. He drew feet. I can see in the first page <laughs> there's feet. Kind of.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know necessarily if he, uh... Drew this, it Or he uh, wrote it so. Okay Oh no he Oh he did pencils So yeah Yeah He's not always Terrible But maybe that's the one One indent No there's a lot more feet I guess I, I think that's was. I, I feel to. like
1: I heard him Like a couple years ago Talk about how he was Gonna like Work on feet
0: <laughs> So ultimately uh, There's the showdown And uh, X-Force shows up And uh, It was fun But like most Deadpool books uh, it's good and bad and I love Malort and also hate it and yep I'm looking forward to where this uh, series goes and uh, nice. why it's gonna be paired with malort
1: right on so now you every time you read an issue you have to drink malort
0: See that's the thing most people like ask me why I suffer through it and it's because I love the joke for others so I have to do it I right. have to suffer. So that others can be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that time of year where that happens.
1: Are you talking about Easter? <laughs> Maybe. I see.
0: <laughs> Drink this for your sins.
1: Instead of celebrating Easter, go listen to my other podcast, Bible Stories for Atheists. <laughs> Do you
0: have an Easter special coming out soon?
1: Not yet. We haven't gotten to that part of the Bible. Like we're we're muddling our way through the gospels and holy fuck muddling is the word <laughs> <laughs> that shit is disconnected and crazy um, but we're rolling up on on the the big event soon so i it will not coincide with easter because that is this weekend but
0: <laughs> i'll come over and bring some alert for us to
1: Ugh. yucky you will praise not his... you will not be allowed in the house <laughs> praise his noodly appendage
0: ramen it's,
1: Ramen. <laughs> it's gonna be the official shot of the uh, Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster now. Nice.
0: Um, all right, so let's get into some real reviews.
1: Yes, your your and to be fair um, to Tony, his reviews because I I didn't.
0: My read reviews are gonna kind of be quick because uh, I, I I read Spider Punk number one. Oh, I like Spider Punk. I. Did as a character. I think the designs are amazing. I'm going to be honest, though. The story, I felt a little uh, left-wanting. Okay. So he's fighting a craven, uh punk version. Okay. So, again, I, I like how... It's
1: a whole punk world. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's Captain Anarchy, yep. who's his buddy, and... I just, I, I look at Captain Anarchy and I'm just like, he did not get the super soldier serum. But again, I don't remember all of, I know I read, there was like an issue or two before, I feel like, of Spider-Punk. Because I know he was in the Spider-Verse Yeah, they and did a
1: one-shot of yeah. him. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I remember reading that, but I don't remember reading it. Like, I don't really remember this world. And I feel
1: like they didn't get into the backstory of him very much. I feel like the one-shot was very much tied into like, all of them, because it was from the second Spider-Verse. Yeah. And I feel like with those one-shots, they didn't do a lot to set up the characters. Instead, they just kind of told the story of how they got pulled into
0: mm-hmm.
1: into the 616 universe or yep. whatever universe they got pulled into. So.
0: so with the story, again, it's mainly just that kind of fight. Uh,
1: the art's great.
0: I, again, yeah, I like everything I'm seeing, um, but... I was kind of like, okay, where's, where's this going? I'm not, they're sh- telling some backstory that I feel like I should know more of the characters, but they're more talking about the events now. So it's like, I do want this to be fleshed out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I don't want to give it a negative review. Cause it does seem like, you know, there's something there. It just wasn't for me. However, they had to go ahead and tease who just showed up and it was taskmaster. Oh. And Taskmaster is one of my favorite villains uh and I'm going to have to pick up the next issue just to see what this Taskmaster is like. You know, I'm assuming he's going to be able to do all the moves and everything, but you know, is he a punk anarchistic type? Like he's got a shield with a dollar sign on it. So, you know, is he working for the man or working for himself and yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, I would love to see this Punk Taskmaster version, so I'm going to tune in for next next time. But Nice.
1: I was trying to Google and see um, if his first appearance was in fact during Spider-Verse, and it was. So you're not missing anything backstory-wise. Okay. They're just going all anarchy on you and they're like, fuck you, you don't need to know backstory. This is spider punk. Fuck backstory. Figure it out. Got
0: bitten by a radioactive drummer spider. And...
1: He, 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 he was a spider that got b- bitten by a radioactive punk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but the other book that I read, which, uh, I'll explain why I read it, because it's not something I usually would, was, uh, Earth Prime Batwoman. Okay. So, I know, but, and I have to also realize that I'm just an idiot not remembering how DC's doing everything right now. When they had the 52, mm-hmm. there was, like, the Earth Zero, which I thought was called Earth Prime, but maybe I'm misremembering it, but it, I thought that it's the world of... There are no super, you know. It's that. Well, no, because
1: of... Superboy Prime, right, was the one that came in and killed um, in the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh my God, Power Girl, I think, or somebody. He killed somebody. He killed somebody big.
0: Yeah, but I, I'm saying I thought this was going to be the world where there aren't like it's our Earth because like, okay. there was always an our Earth like. Oh, here. I see. So literally
1: where we live right now. Yes, where
0: we read. Uh, And maybe it's not Prime or Earth One or I don't know. But again, I thought there was one out there and that's what I thought this was. So I was thinking, oh, this is going to be kind of like its own thing. This Batwoman. Well, what I later found out is this is the CW shows type universe. Oh, really? Yes. And so this Batman, Batwoman is
1: well, they changed from that.
0: that. And so I don't have a lot of backstory for this person. However, I did feel that this gave me enough of who these people are. But uh, it had Poison Ivy and Clayface as the bad guys. So that kind of sold me and hooked me right there too. So again, I went into this thinking it was going to be something totally different. And then was like okay i got these bad guys i can i can go with it and the art was pretty good and i like the story there's two stories in here so like the first one like i said um and it seems like it's gonna be it's one of six issues so it seems like there's going to be an overall story that from what i was reading up kind of continues on from like one of the last seasons like i know they had the crisis uh mm-hmm. uh in the is it all the Arrowverse now? or Yeah, it's called the
1: Arrowverse, even though Arrow is non-existent mm-hmm. at this point, like that show. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, and so following that and everything, um, that was the first story. And then the second story follows uh, Luke Fox, who, again, not knowing the CW world. Like Lucius Fox? That's what I'm assuming. I didn't do too much research to know, but again, having this be you know i believe batwoman's girl boyfriend um again a lot of this that i don't know who these characters are but it was a story following him and kind of his head thoughts and he seems to be the tech like he was working in like with a bat computer and everything so he is lucius fox but a younger version okay so that's what i feel if they do younger versions on cw then that makes sense that he would be that um version of what we would be known for or knowing of so again i thought it was decent um i will probably read this still um again it's not typically for me but then i've never really read a batwoman story right and so well i've read the
1: cassandra kane batwomans okay um, because she's badass and an awesome hot lesbian um (laughs) and those are usually pretty good but i i also don't know much about this version of batwoman uh, it looks good that top panel you so t- tony's on a page right now and it's is that her version of the batmobile
0: yeah um
1: it's great co- got great colors in that panel
0: yep and again this this uh clayface uh, they said the name i know it wasn't the name that i'm used to the clayface from the comic books of- right What'd you call the main DC continuity or whatever? But I
1: think Earth 2 is or Earth isn't Earth 2 the main DC continuity. I think. So I Googled I Googled some multiverse shit for DC. So the one that you're thinking of that's our Earth is Earth thirty three. Okay. And that was created by Grant Morrison. Earth Prime actually is supposed to be the so
0: that's just Superman.
1: Well, so, it, in, it refers to the universe containing our Earth, is what this says, or to a parallel world with a bare minimum of divergence points from the Earth we know. Um, in DC Comics, in the DC multiverse, Earth Prime is the true Earth from which all other worlds within the multiverse originate. So, when... when the split happened. Earth Prime, which makes mm-hmm. sense, right? Yep. Was the original, and then everything kind of split off of that. Um, and the big thing from Earth Prime was the Legion of Superheroes, and then, of course, Superboy Prime. Kind of, I think he can't, you know, he ended up being a villain at the end of the day um, in all of the Crisis stuff. But. So, yeah. So, there you go. That's, that's the, they, if they've changed it to the CW, the Arrowverse, that's news to me.
0: Um, Yeah. And it could be just too, uh, DC doesn't care about continuity, so they're just calling it whatever.
1: Right. Of course.
0: So that's, those are my two uh, quick reviews.
1: Okay. I got zero things. I apologize to everyone listening. I have nothing to review this week.
0: You didn't even read anything extra the other weeks or anything. Nope. I'm almost caught up on crossover, so I yeah. The last uh, week and a half, I read a read almost all of those. Did you get
1: to the one? I that it was kind of like a one shot that was that followed. Yeah. Was it Chip? Chip? Yeah, that was a really good one. It's such what a great fucking like yeah.
0: And that's the thing I love that they can name drop and mention or have in the background but you can't kind of do it full front of certain characters but then they have license for some other ones so Mm -hmm. that it makes you have the illusion of oh when they said dr strange it's dr strange even though it's not right they just name drop them and batmobile in the background but they didn't call it the batmobile so it can kind of be right it's yeah i i love that I love it when they just do those small Easter eggs and anything, but this mm-hmm. is chock full of them. Yeah, and I know you've you've talked about it, and I read the first issue when it came out. Right, and then it just, just it
1: it starts at a place where you're like, okay, this this is cool. Like the idea of the comic book universe is coming to our world, and mm-hmm. and there being like backlash against it because a bunch of people died, and then putting the dome over, you know. The magic people putting the dome over it To kind of separate it Like the whole idea of that is In and of itself is super cool But then you get further into it And you're like oh my god Like is it, it a, uh, Donny, Donny Cates that's yep. writing it Like writing himself into the As a character into yep. the book And making it real Real meta I think Like just takes it even further
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah cause Great it's, idea It's crazy but it's good and then I also, I I didn't realize how many issues of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I had to get caught up on. It's quite a few, because they yeah. have a couple different miniseries, mm-hmm. too, which then makes me realize, oh, I really need to get caught up on, uh, I've been reading, more caught up on the main Power Rangers, but I haven't been on Mighty Morphin. Didn't
1: and they have just to have, like, issue 100 or something like that?
0: Uh, One of them did? Probably. Yeah. So... Those are, because again, last week we talked about the, the kind of books that I've been continuing reading that, but I haven't been caught up reading, and that's what I'm trying to to do a little bit. Nice. And I have a couple X-Men books that I need to get to. but... God,
1: I'm so lost on the X-Men at this point. So good. I know, but it, like I've gotten, because there's so much content coming out, so constantly, like there's just, you can't. You can't catch up.
0: I have honestly started making a conscious effort to not read big events that don't seem to interest me. Like, no. there have been a lot of, like, I started reading uh, Devil's Reign. Right. And that was interesting, but then I'm just like, there's so many tie ins and this and that, and I don't need to read all the tie ins, but I kind of want to get a bigger picture of it. But then I'm like, no, like, this is just another thing that's gonna change the status quo for a minute and then go back right like where all these other series that are like way into their you know 10-year runs they actually have consequences and changes i'd rather stick to those type of books
1: yeah there's a new avengers thing coming out soon too isn't there like in the fall is it all out avengers like what is even is that (laughs) what does that mean all out avengers
0: means they're all out of ideas (laughs) and so
1: oh man yeah i don't know that's why i tend to stick to like the image books and indie comics and stuff like that because you know some of them are long and ongoing and that's fine but there's not like like, you're not going to get a uh eight saga, like, offshoots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> well,
0: there wasn't a ton of news this past week. And uh, we're going to start off with, you know, the saddest of all is uh, Iago.
1: Gilbert Gottfried? Yep. Yeah, it is sad. Um,. His voice is iconic. Yeah. Like, there, there's a handful of people, like, you know, you could hear my voice and be like, oh, that's Lindsay. But there's, like, a handful of people in the world where when you hear their voice, like, instantly you know who they are. And even if you're not a fan, you still instantly know him by his voice.
0: Yeah, he, uh, from what people are saying, too, is, like, he's always... Because that's kind... He's partly a character, mm. um you know and he plays that character so well that most people don't don't ever see him not being as loud and and boisterous because that's his character playing whenever he's out when people see him and so um all the roasts you know that they did on comedy central back Mm -hmm. in the day obviously a lot of people have been sharing those recently and it's just sad because he was one of those comedians that I truly loved. And, and, you know, as we talked about Bob Saget before, too, like, oh, we lost him, Louis Anderson, like, all these comedians that were just... Yeah,
1: ab- I mean, they were, so they were famous when we learned about them, so they're significantly older than us.
0: I know, but but, but growing up, knowing them and just... yeah. They were part of our generation, too. Right. With our parents' generation, because they were older, but, uh, yeah.
1: Very sad. I would say, like, some sort of religious sentimentality, but I don't believe in any of that stuff. So, it's just sad that he's dead now.
0: Um, another... I don't want to follow up by saying sad thing, but it's just, uh... So, Morbius... Oh, God. Uh, brought in a pitiful $10 million this past weekend.
1: Is, is that its second week or third?
0: Second week. Uh, that's a 74% drop in attendance, which I knew that was going to happen. Because, again, it's, everyone that wanted to go see yeah. it saw it. And now, even the people that were on the fence were like,
1: I don't need, uh, I don't need to see it. I'll wait. I'll wait to watch it in the comfort of my own home where I can turn it off if mm. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. And didn't pay $20 to go see it in a movie theater. Oh. Uh,
0: um, A movie that I, I, I'm kind of like, I want to see it because I finally saw a new trailer for it is Top Gun Maverick because it looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, I'm, the cinematography and everything, you know, the story, eh, it could probably, it's, Frickin' fighter pilots and real jets and, like... Right. It looks cool. And the first one was kind of cool, too, growing up, but um, I just learned they, they shot over 800 hours of footage. Yeah. That's... That's a lot it of a lot. film to even try to cut up into a movie, and I can imagine why. They're probably filming every single angle they could of mm-hmm. when they're, you know, dogfighting up there and I think it's going to be one of those. Well, it's, it's a Tom Cruise movie, and he he makes money. For yeah, as crazy I don't as he why. is. I don't he even makes think money. he's that good of an
1: actor, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like got his niche. But ugh. so the director of photography, let's give him a shout out since you said it looks beautiful, is Claudio Miranda, whom I've never heard of before. Um but it looks like why can't why isn't I M D B like the very first thing <laughs> <laughs> that pops up on search when you search somebody's name who's in movies. Um but so yeah, I got I mean if it looks good, he's the he's the man that made it look good. Right? Direct- that's a, and that's
0: what for me when it comes to movies, there's two key things that to me makes an awesome movie. It's how it looks, and then the story. And sometimes you can win in one category and not the other. And I will kind of maybe say I enjoyed it for this reason, but it sucked story wise. Or story was great, but man, there were some CGI and scenes that you know really left for the imagination. But so, so-
1: Claudio was the cinematographer on Life of Pi. Which was also a very beautiful movie. Yes, yes. Um, and he's done other he did Oblivion, which was a Tom Cruise movie. He did Tron Legacy. He was the uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. So he's done some good stuff. He looks like he belongs like in like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or something like that. He's got like this crazy oh, <laughs> yeah. long white hair. That looks like, and it it might it's like white slash blonde. I don't know.
0: That dude is a wizard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is a wizard of uh, cinematography.
0: <laughs> so I know that we kind of were, we were, we were talking about the Oscars before and how they always snub superhero movies. Uh-huh. Well, you know what. Fuck the Oscars! You know what matters—the kids, kids' Choice, Choice Awards.
1: Awards. <laughs> well, kids know what's up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they they voted us, uh, you know, Spider-Man: No Way Home, um, was the fan favorite, uh, you know, movie with uh, Tom Holland and uh, Zendaya winning favorite male actor and uh, female nice. actress. Um, they were going up against, you know, The Rock and John Cena and. Ryan Reynolds and everything. So it's pretty cool that they beat out all of them. And then obviously Zendaya was going up against Angelina Jolie and Emily Blunt and Emma Stone and Scarlett Johansson. Angelina
1: Jolie from what? The Eternals?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They were put in the. There wasn't that many movies last year to That's true. It just seems like a weird movie for the
1: Kids' Choice Awards.
0: But also, uh, Tom Hiddleston won Favorite Male TV Actor for Loki. So. There you go.
1: Right on. Yeah, I saw a news piece today that I didn't really read because it looked like it was just one of those, like, some random influencer on YouTube or something made this comment, but it was like, um, Snyder fans need to tone it down. (laughs) Yeah, well, they're, they're... And that they didn't, that the Snyder Cut didn't do anything for HBO Max. Like, you know, it didn't, like... Increase their subscriptions or, like, do anything that would, I don't know, make people think that the Snyder Cut was the next coming of Christ.
0: That's they they put an online petition again to the new, because Warner Brothers and Discovery have now become, their are merged now. Right. And it's that new entity. So now they're like, you gotta restore the Snyderverse, blah, blah, blah. It's trending on Twitter, which, again, Twitter's toxic so who cares what's on there but you know guys give it a rest
1: like listen Zack snyder cool he did the watchman that was pretty good like he's done some cool stuff but also like there are way better filmmakers than him out there we don't need to like suck his dick constantly like move on to a different dick guys there are better (laughs) dicks out there trust me (laughs) there's always a better dick out there
0: So, um, one thing with this new merger, uh, it's been announced that they are going to overhaul their, um, Warner Brothers, uh, you know, DC films. Okay. What that means, no one knows. It's just them announcing that they're going to have to be doing something. And, um, I don't know if we mentioned last week, but the Flash star got arrested for some shit in Hawaii. Did he? Didn't sound like it's too... Ezra
1: Miller? Yes.
0: Doesn't sound like it's too... Uh, can just kind of push aside type thing. So I think there's been rumors that that movie is going to be pushed back until he's out of the limelight so that they can then have it come out. But you don't want to have, you know, a star being arrested and then promoting a movie that you guys have. But uh, they're trying to point to projects, you know, like Peacemaker and Batman as examples of what they want to do now. And instead of having, like, a singular vision they want to have them kind of you know, go into some some directions, uh and honestly that's what I think everyone's been saying. Warner Brothers has meddled too much. But then again this is them meddling a bit, but hopefully it's them saying Let's be a little hands off and
1: Oh my god, he got feisty with people at a bar. Like literally oh, I thought I heard
0: there was some some words that were said. He was that-
1: allegedly yelling obscenities and became agitated when people began singing karaoke. <laughs> at one point, he grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman who was mid-song, and he later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts. Both of those actions led to a disorderly conduct and harassment offense. His bail was $500. This just seems okay. like a, like he's a 23-year-old dude. Like, who's probably drunk in a bar. Shit, I mean, shit happens. Right? Hip- oh,
0: you gotta act like Captain America.
1: Not when you're The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> or Ezra Miller. Anyway. That's fine. It's gonna be a trash movie. <laughs> you know it is.
0: I know, I know, you it, know is. it is. There'll be some cool spots and then... Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Okay, I'm gonna save this for for closing out, but... Okay. So before that, uh, you saw this week's Moon Knight?
1: Yes. Well,
0: that was some crazy shit.
1: Yes? Was it?
0: The Gods... Being like summoned, like
1: oh yeah, with their avatars, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Like I didn't really think that was gonna come into play, and well, Kanshu is fucking some shit up. I know, and he's now captured again, and yep. obviously they're gonna have to break him up. Obviously they pointed to another uh, identity because yep. both Mark and Steven don't know what's going on. And... I know,
1: <laughs> because if Mark isn't the one that killed everybody, mm-hmm. then who the fuck was doing that shit?
0: Yep, and. I think my favorite line through it all, because when they're fighting to who had control, and then Steven takes control in that bat- last fight, and he's like, all right, take over, take over. Like, <laughs> I'm not not used to this, Mark. We need you. But I like that they're coming, working together, and yeah, it's just, it's such a good psychological Thriller. Good.
1: Yeah, it's good. I I've been enjoying it. I don't know that it's going to play too much into cuz I think I've I've seen a couple articles that say that um Oscar Isaac isn't planning on doing the superhero thing long term.
0: I heard that if uh he um if there was a he said if there is a script that seemed right, he would continue doing this. Okay. But he his acting though. I mean, when he goes amazing. back from like both of them like it that's that's talent. Yeah. Like if he doesn't get an Emmy for that like right. then those yeah. things are rigged.
1: It's pretty awesome. But
0: one of the things um they they had a dedication at the end of it to uh Gaspard uh Ueliel. <laughs> I'm probably butchering that U- name. Ueliel? Yes. Ueliel. Um he was the midnight uh man that they ran into outside of that coffin and everything who is a character from the comic books okay um, he passed away before um the debut of this show so gotcha. i don't remember exactly how he passed the midnight away but
1: man is that the guy that that was oh is it are you that him yeah oh wow so like the guy that was
0: on the horse that, yeah
1: the rich guy that yep. was buying all the okay all right wow he i didn't
0: that's, so obviously, he's crazy. They filmed this you know, last year, so Right. They got all the filming of it, but then well, he passed away. I guess we will be
1: seeing him again.
0: Yes, which. Yeah. I mean,
1: they killed him in that anyway, I think, right? Yeah. Yup.
0: Yeah. Yep. But, um, last that I have, which I find is why. Um,. <laughs>
1: I find is why. Oh my god, we're gonna talk about this.
0: Just mention it. I don't know if we need to talk about it so much. I, because of it, I want to. Like, if I see a trailer, I might, and if it looks good, I might just see it as like funny, haha. But they're coming out with a spirit Halloween movie.
1: It's so weird. Like, has there been a movie about a store before? Like, there's been movies that have like there was that one movie with um. Oh, my God. Uh, the chick that plays Jane Foster in in Thor. What the hell's her name?
0: Um, the actress. Natalie Portman? Yeah,
1: she was in that movie that took place in Walmart, right? Where they lived in that Walmart. Well, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, so there's been shit like that. Uh, there was, uh, I think, uh, Space Invaders, or some, there was something where I remember Mars Bars, so it was like a big candy push uh, Halloween movie, but... Yeah, I not a not a store.
1: It's so weird.
0: Type I mean one. those
1: stores are terrifying. They're like they're probably portals to hell. <laughs> I hope that's what the storyline for the movie well, is. Well, like I said I don't
0: know necessarily what it's going to be about. It's going to be a family kids adventure movie. Oh, then it's not a portal to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Although that that could be watching it.
1: <laughs> do you remember I mean if if it was a kids movie from our time then like definitely it could be like because you remember what was it, Little Monsters was that the one with um, Howie Mandel where the monsters was it Little yeah. Monsters yeah that movie was I mean it was a portal to a monster place That's under true. your bed
0: that scared some people uh, so what what I am reading is when a new spirit Halloween store appears in a deserted strip mall three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick or treating make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store. Uh, on Halloween night
1: That's funny, so they're making fun of the fact that the stores just kind of pop up <laughs> yeah, Randomly overnight I mean, they, they do It's true I mean, there's we, you see memes about it all the time Anytime something closes, there's always a meme the next day that's like And today, it's a spirit Halloween
0: But it's starring uh, Christopher Lloyd and Rachel Lee Cook So I'm like, those are two bigger names that I haven't seen in movies in a while
1: Yeah, Christopher Lloyd was in that Nobody movie with, um...
0: Uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah,
1: that guy. He was his dad in that movie. Was he? Yeah.
0: Okay, I don't remember that part, but I think maybe... Okay.
1: I mean, he's getting old, so he doesn't look like Doc Brown anymore. (laughs) And he was already old when he was playing Doc Brown, so he's like a thousand years old now. He's probably, like, playing the Crypt Keeper or
0: something. (laughs) I could be the <laughs> animated tronic.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, he has those things when you walk in that are like man.
0: <laughs> so now you're almost kinda sold to watch this. Kinda. Of.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: Alright, well that's all we got for this show today. Um hopefully there's more more news next week, but I do know we got some uh, good comic books that are coming on out that yes. we're gonna be reviewing, so
1: for sure, I'll try and to be more prepared next time. Awesome. No promises, of course. But. I'll
0: stay thirsty for Lynn's breaking her promises again. <laughs> Fair.